Welcome into DTC LP here with FP, two-man show tonight. It's been a while, FP. Say hello. What's up, guys? Long time, long time. It's been like, uh, I think, two weeks since our last podcast. Well, actually, it's only been one week since our last podcast, but I completely royally screwed up the last one and <laughs> forgot to hit the record button. So we recorded a podcast and it was never posted. So um, just to kind of recap for our listeners, kind of what we talked about was that we hate the skins, we hate the yep. wizards, we hate yep. the caps, we're yep. cursed, Kirk's not mm-hmm. coming back, what's the point of having a podcast anymore? And that pretty <laughs> much wraps it up. But, um, you know, FP and LP here today, we're going to kind of dive down into all things DC sports. Uh, we're going to try to make this a not only Kirk Cousins podcast, but there's absolutely no promises and no guarantees because... That's all really anyone cares about right now is the Kirk Cousins contract saga and all that stuff. I care, I care about Zach Brown. FP apparently cares about Zach Brown. There was some news this week about Zach Brown that contract talks have kind of picked up and, and started. I'm glad the Redskins are talking to somebody because they're definitely not talking to Mike McCartney. Mike, Mike McCartney? Mike McCarthy? What's, like, what's the Kirk's uh, agent's name? Mike's, Mike something. John- Giant D bag. That's what his name is. I, I mean, I I've I've been saying it all throughout, like at least the championship games and coming into the Super Bowl. I don't. I, it's making it seem more and more realistic that you really don't need an elite quarterback. You either have a top five elite quarterback like the Patriots, or you have game manager, which is Kirk, maybe a little worse, maybe a little better, and a stout defense. Here, I, I disagree with you, FP. Here's the thing: on Sunday we saw elite quarterback Peyton Manning, or sorry, Tom Brady. Uh, Peyton Manning's elite too. I don't know if he was playing, but we saw elite quarterback Tom Tom Brady versus not elite quarterback Blake Bortles and not even good quarterback Blake Bortles. And you kind of saw when the the game kind of shifted there, and the Patriots were down like ten points. You're like, okay, Patriots are coming back, game over. You know, they're not messing yeah, around anymore. I mean. And then you saw the other game, but then hold on, let's pivot to the other game. And you saw two not so elite quarterbacks drop the ball, right? Like that was not really a good game. Like if if you would have thrown a Drew Brees in there or even a Phillip Rivers or any of that, whoever team is that quarterback on wins the game hands down. Like, well, take, all right, take those two games and you, you break them up a little bit. The, the Jaguars and the Patriots. Tom Brady didn't he didn't help them as much as the Jaguars defense kept the Jaguars in that game. And there was the whole controversy about the early blown whistle, could it have been a touchdown, this and that, whatever. The point being the Jaguars defense aside from Blake Bortles was basically one blown referee call away from going to the Super Bowl. And you would imagine that that same Jaguars defense could easily knock out uh, Nick Foles or knock out a Case Keenum, depending on which one would have gone because that was the first game. And that Jaguars defense could have easily won you the Super Bowl. And then you go to the Eagles game, K- 
Case Keenum, Nick Foles, to me, same, same, same caliber quarterback. Nothing special. What happened was that Vikings defense choked, and the Eagles defense did not choke. I, I, I mean, I'll, does what? it bother you? Let me ask you this: Does it bother you that the same year that Jay Gruden was hired, the Vikings hired Mike Zimmer? A year after Jay Gruden was hired, Chip Kelly and the Philadelphia Eagles were completely blown up. And then just last year, the Jags were like a three-win team. So we had three teams in an NFC-AFC championship weekend that completely have rebuilt and have gotten to the championship game. You know, whether you win or not, it doesn't really matter, but they've gotten there. And the Redskins have been in this rebuilding phase for four or five years with Jay Gruden now. Well, so the, the question comes down to how are we rebuilding, right? The draft picks have gotten better. Uh, but but we've had a quarterback for these this whole time too, except for the first year we've we've had a quarterback. But you haven't really right. had your quarterback. You haven't really had your quarterback because if Kirk's had, not our quarterback, no no no. What I'm saying is, years? what I'm saying is you have the controversy that came with him, the distractions that came with him, the money you had to give to him, and and then all your all of a sudden all that money was resulting in patchwork signings like Terrell Dudu Pryor. I mean. You haven't really had true rebuilding. You've had a lot of patchwork being done for the four years. And it was very, very obvious this season that the patchwork was starting to fall apart, be it injuries, be it whatever, be it the the end of the season for Kirk even. He he was not able to do elite things with the, the team around him. And a lot of it has to do with patchwork over building. We've been yeah. patchworking. Not building. No, we've been responsible in. We've been so irresponsible the past, you know, twenty years that the that past we're five years responsible? we're overly responsible. We don't sign anybody. We look for you know the Terrell Pryor um, deal where it's like you know four or five million a year rather than you know a ten million a year uh, receiver. Everything has been like not spending money. Be responsible. We were under the salary cap by like five million this year. There's been a whole bunch of stuff, and then you look at what like the Jags did. The Jags went out in free agency last year and spent tons of money on um, their defense. And look at the Eagles, the Vikings. All of these, all these teams are actually, you know, they're drafting well, but they're also spending money in, in free agency on, yeah, on and players. That's, that's going to go back to our knock about the same person to blame for all of this, which isn't Gruden, which isn't Kirk, it's Bruce, because Coughlin comes in, your front office all of a sudden becomes. Highly efficient, Jaguars go to the championship game. Patriots always had highly efficient front office, constantly championship game. Eagles, the front office was like, hey, Doug Peterson, do your thing. We're not going to get in your way. We're going to give you the money that you need for the guys that you want in free agency and AJI and all those other people. Championship game, going to the Super Bowl. Vikings, well, not only that, but, but you also, for the Eagles, you had uh, Chip Kelly essentially walk Howie Roseman out of the building and say right. no thanks to you anymore. And then they bring him back, and he's built this team in what three years? Right. right. And they because what did they trade for Carson once? They traded like two firsts, right? They pretty much essentially traded the same thing that we traded for RG three for Carson once. I think maybe one less pick, maybe the less the second round pick. But yeah. I, if I remember correctly, they traded I think two firsts for him, and they moved up like what thirteen or something spots. Right. So yeah, I mean they've they've built that team. It was like a quick turnaround. It was a very yeah. quick turnaround. Yeah. And and the, the 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 most annoying part of it, I'm not going to root for them for the Super Bowl. As much as I don't want Tom Brady to have his 19,000th ring, 
I can't root for the Eagles. But the most annoying part of it all is that this Eagles Super Bowl team doesn't look fluky. It doesn't look like they're going to go away. Do you think Nick then, Foles can, can really win a Super Bowl ring? And then, what kind again, of I'm going to put break? a lot of if the Nick weight Foles on the defense. wins the Super Bowl ring, I mean, what do you do? What do they do? You have you two bench, good quarterbacks? You bench him for once because if Nick, Pol- Nick Foles played all year, you're, you're not even close to the Super Bowl. You trade him to the Redskins for three first-round picks? Nick Foles isn't a bad quarterback. I just I would rather pay for Case Keenum or Teddy over Nick Foles or Where Alex. Did Nick Foles go after the Eagles the first time. He went to L.A. right uh, to the Rams. Yeah. Um, then he, go, he went somewhere else too, and he was a backup. I don't, I don't remember who, exactly where, but we'll have to check that. He's doo doo. He's doo doo. Okay, so, Tom Brady's going. Tom Brady and the Patriots are going to beat the Eagles five thousand to two. Okay, so who are you rooting for? I have to root for, like, I have to root for the Patriots. I have no choice. Yeah, I, I can't root for the, <laughs> the Eagles. The, their fans are literally punching horses in the face, and their fans deserve no good ever to happen to them. I can't root for any Eagles. No. We have Eagles fans that are, that are mutual friends of ours, and you know, although they're they're wonderful people. Their sports and their fanhood just bothers me. Like you can be the best person in the world, but if you're an Eagles fan, um, I don't know. Like there's something. Some sometimes just I can't even. Honestly, Philadelphia as a whole, and this is going into basketball, which I am clearly incapable of talking about right now. But even the Sixers, I hate them too. I hate everything about Philadelphia. The entire team, the entire city, can just go away. I hate them. The Sixers are the Browns of the of the NBA. There's nothing (laughs) to hate about them. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're rebuilding. They're in a forever rebuilding, forever trust the process. But this is not a basketball podcast. No. Okay, so I'm hearing you're going to root for the for the Patriots. To be honest, this may be the first Super Bowl where I actually don't watch. Like, what's the point? Look, look what? I, so many people have been saying that, that uh, they hate watching the Patriots in the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. This is the realistic thing. You're going to watch the Super Bowl. If for anything, half the people are just going to watch for Justin Timberlake because they all love him. Uh, I don't there, like what else are you gonna do? I don't like halftime what show. Do? What else are you going to do? You're really going to tell me you're going to sit at home on a Sunday night when you know the Super Bowl is on and not turn it on? That's impossible. Is there no, no, literally... No, it's, turn on. It, it depends there, on, it depends on where, where I am. But for like championship weekend, I was not glued to my TV. I actually was halfway inebriated and was like barely watching and i mean it's just yeah. like to me it was just like whatever i don't care i really don't care like these teams are not excitable the like okay tom brady and and bill belichick are the goats okay hands down they're the goats there's there's no question about that anymore they've gone to seven super bowls together i will say there's no I'm, question i'm so happy that everybody else is, is i'm just, happy that they're going is whatever everybody every other nfl team that's been in the postseason has just been whatever like no one has been excitable no, but the Patriots, the last two Super Bowls, made it very exciting with the comeback on the Falcons and the comeback on the Seahawks. That made it very exciting. That was both a, of those Super an amazing Bowls, Super Bowl. Both of those Super Bowls kept you engaged. Uh, it's not going to happen with the Eagles because of trash, but I am convinced that this will be if the Patriots win. Bombshell, Tom Brady, and Belichick leave. Would leave. You think Tom Brady retires? Retire. Retire. Both of them retire. Bill Belichick is not going to want to play without Tom Brady because if they suck, 
his legacy is tarnished. It's like you only won because of Tom Brady. Tom Brady isn't going to want to go to another team, and I don't think they are stacked enough or a, a lucky enough to get to the Super Bowl next year. So if you win this year, you go out on a three-peat, that's just the best way to retire. You retire with a three-peat Super Bowl win. There's yeah, no other... Three-peat, right? They, it three was uh, the Broncos won uh, two years ago. Was it? No, was it? Yeah, it was. That was the Tom, the Peyton Manning uh, noodle arm year, uh, where he won the Super Bowl. Whatever. He retired. But yeah, I, I get your point. I mean, after seven Super Bowls, like it, it's time to go. He'll be forty-one next year. Um, apparently, when he cut his hand last week, uh, it was to fear, get stitches yeah. to add a sixth finger on for his next ring. <laughs> <laughs> He said he didn't want to end his career. On, there's no way he wanted to end his career on a, a cut hand. So that's kind of interesting how he how he kind of said end his career. But I mean, I don't know. If you're yeah. 41 years old, do you really want to be playing football anymore? Like we're in our 30s. If I were to get hit by a defensive lineman and get tackled, if I were to like, if I were to tackle you right now. If I were to tackle you right now, not even full force, you'd be out for three weeks. I'd be done. I'd be absolutely done. I'd be a, I'd be think, a pancake. I I'd be out from hitting you. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be out more, me or you? <laughs> Probably. That should be the question. Probably Joe. Somehow he, he would be out <laughs> for both of us. Let's pivot a little bit to the Scott McLuhan this week's comments on Denver radio. Um, he basically said Kirk Cousins is not special, and uh, one does that shock you? Personally, it does not shock me at all. Like, uh, there's this, this is pretty much a, a zero news to me. But yep, no everyone shock. in D.C. is talking about it. Uh, are you surprised he said that? Do you care? And, um, you know, what are your thoughts there? So, uh, especially for you and me, we have, when it comes to the Redskins, there's two sides of our brain. There is the Homer side where... I'll go and I'll fight anyone and I'll tell them that Kirk Cousins is the best thing ever and he's Tom Brady Jr. and he's going to win a Super Bowls as long as we keep him and give him pieces. There's that side of the brain. That's pretty much every Saturday between September and December. Right. Then there's the other side of the brain where Kirk is not special, where the team sucks, where he's just uh, an exaggerated game manager that has every once in a while good stats. That would be the half Sunday afternoon approximately five minutes after he's thrown a pick to lose the game. So <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that McLuhan would say he's not good. It doesn't surprise me at all because if McLuhan truly thought he was good, I feel like he would have gotten it done and, and signed no, no, him long He didn't third. say good. He said special. And then he said we were building something special around him no, no. To, to make this team good. Well, special and me, good are synonyms in, in that context. Mm, uh, I don't know about that. I think Kirk Cousins is really good. No. I think Kirk Cousins is really good. I don't think there's any debate about that. He's a top in, 10 quarterback in no the matter NFL, what. No, in the NFL, me, you're special or you're crap. That's it. You're either no, good or you're not. Special? Nope, 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 I disagree. Special to me is Tom Brady, uh, maybe Drew Brees, maybe Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers and maybe Ben Roethlisberger. Outside no, of that, ben there's nobody special. There's nobody special. I mean, you can, but you can even you can even almost debate that that anybody is special other than Tom Brady right now. I mean, Peyton Manning was at, during his time, but you can no. you can debate Aaron, that anybody Rogers, that nobody those, is special those, other than Tom. those quarterbacks you listed are special. But I will go one step further and say from six to thirty, six to twenty, right? Six to twenty, 
those those quarterbacks in right in the middle, they're all the same. They're no, all they're the no, same, no, and it depends so on the pieces and the coaches around them. They're all exactly the same. Matthew Stafford no, no. is Andrew Luck. You're talking Luck, to me, Matt is Stafford is, is they're all the Matt same. Stafford's as good as uh, Case Keenum. No way. You're look, telling me Matt Stafford's as good look, as uh, Nick Foles, take, or look, Matt Stafford is as good take, as uh, who else? Take, uh, 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 Tyrod Taylor. Come on, the come team, on. FD. Take the team away from the quarterback. Put every quarterback on the Cleveland Browns. And look at their win records. From 6 to 20, they're all going to be exactly the same. Disagree. Absolutely. You take Disagree. all of them and you put them on the Cleveland Browns, they will all have the same win-loss record. The only ones that will have more wins will be an Aaron Rodgers, a Drew Brees, a Tom Brady, people to truly I'm not elevate sure. the team. No, I disagree with you. Well, I'm not even sure. Because how many how many titles has, has Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees... And uh, who else was the third one? I guess Big Ben. Okay, take Big Ben out of it because he's won a couple. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has one and, and has been has to two, right? And Drew Brees has one and has been to two, something like that. So they're not, I mean, they're not consistently a, a 15 win team or a 14 win team or a 13 win team. So but I, I, I think that you, shoots your theory right down the. No, but the, you're looking the, at numbers, right? The only thing that's making you think Kirk is special is not his wins and losses, it's not his Super Bowl rings, it's his numbers. And he's right below those guys. Okay, what are we so arguing about here? Do you think Kirk Cousins is special, yes or no? No. Okay, if you were to put him in a range, 1 through 5, 5 through 10, 10 through 15, 15 through 20, where would you put him? 5 through 10. Okay, that means he's pretty good. So you're telling me that... What I, I'm I telling you is it's a stupid way to judge quarterbacking. Okay. I don't care if you threw for 8,000 yards... A year, he still got me seven wins. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Get me more wins. But is and it he, really he him was or responsible. Is it the no, he was responsible for easily three losses. Kirk Cousins alone responsible for three losses. Period. Man, <laughs> uh, I don't know, Period. man. Period. Responsible know. for three losses. The defense was responsible for how many of the how many more losses? Five. The remaining ones. <laughs> so it's either Kirk or it's the defense. No yes. receivers, nothing else. No Jamison Crowder, three fumbles in one game. Oh, because you know what game was that? That was the Cowboys game where Jamison Crowder had three fumble, the punt fumble, the catch fumble. I don't know. It's a team game, and it's it's it all matters about the team, and the whole team has got to get better. Look, so, let's let I don't care about Kirk Cousins anymore. What do you make of the possibility Foster signing. Nobody cares about him either. He's the ugliest middle linebacker in the entire NFL. What we, do you we make? One, <laughs> we had one middle linebacker on the roster. Now we have two. So let's be thankful. Uh, it doesn't matter. They're going to get injured in preseason. <laughs> He's already injured. He didn't even need to get to preseason. <laughs> what? Hey, but what dude, do Mason you make Foster's of this? Beast, uh, but don't don't knock Mason Foster. He had a, a separated shoulder, popped his own shoulder back, and came in with the game winning touch uh, interception. Yes, so, but I still want I still want Zach he, Brown. I want Zach Brown too, but I'd rather have Mason Foster over Walt I Compton. Don't, don't give me bandage. We did good things until you take care of the big things. Redskins franchise. Don't give me band-aid good news headlines. Take care of the big ones. I'm over it. I, I my. They're not going to take care of the big one. The big one's going to be looming forever. I have limit, a prediction, and maybe we'll, we'll talk BS, about it at the end of the show. But I have. I have some. 
Uh, my BS limit for the Redskins is zero this year. Zero. Uh, but I, I'm going to see. I'm going right to see. As we speak, sitting here in the podcast studio, you're still wearing a Redskins shirt. Yeah, it's laundry day. <laughs> That's the only which, clean thing you have. No, because which the last means, time you wore it was September. <laughs> no, it's laundry day, which means this is literally the absolute last shirt I would wear. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I have I have way too many Redskins shirts and sh- uh, sweaters and stuff like that. I need to get rid of them. So yeah. any of our listeners want any of my Redskins gear, you're more than welcome to take them. I'll be buying. If you took away Redskins all your sports memorabilia clothing away, I mean, I'd, you'd, I'd be, you'd naked. be naked. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. You were gonna ask me something. What were you gonna ask me? The stupidity that this the stupidity that is. Could we? Would we? Will we? Look at like a Baker Mayfield or some kind of oh, BS ooh. draft quarterback. That Baker is Mayfield that, is that your answer? Baker He's, Mayfield sucks. I don't yes. care what his college numbers say. He sucks. He's just another version of uh, Johnny Football. He yes. sucks. Yep. I I can't I can't get behind a Baker Mayfield. I can't. I was reading some of the um, the quarterback reports from uh, the Senior Bowl uh, this week, and they were saying mm-hmm. like. The, some of the top quarterbacks, their knock is their accuracy. Uh, like, what's his face from? Uh, yeah, like some of some of these knocks are like he's no good under pressure. His accuracy, like your one job is to throw the football. Josh, he, Josh not, Allen from Wyoming. Josh Allen, whatever, whoever it is, like you know, they're like, oh, he's got the looks of a football player. I don't want someone who's got the looks of a football player. I want someone don't who can he- throw the football. I don't want Carson Wentz minus accuracy. <laughs> like, don't. Yeah, I don't want I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but huge, Carson and he's, he Carson came Wentz has two school. Right, but he has a build and a good arm and accuracy. I don't want a Division One quarterback like uh, Josh Allen. He's he has like fifty three percent completion in Wyoming. I don't. What? That's garbage. That's Who does Wyoming even play? Exactly. That's the whole <laughs> knock on. Concerning. How can you be a yeah. top five pick? And then you got one half of the people. That's stuff you can coach out of them. Well, not the Redskins coaches. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you want to develop, I have confidence in the Redskins coaches. But uh, I mean, mm-hmm. look. Ultimately, I think our if Kirk is gone, our, I'm sorry to say our best option is either Colt a free McCoy. agent, a free agent, or Colt McCoy. A free agent will, meaning will, like maybe Sam Bradford, maybe uh, no, Teddy Bridgewater, maybe Alex it. Smith. Um, I'll take uh, Alex Smith, but if it's not Alex Smith or better. Give me Colt McCoy, save money, shore up the defense, and try again next year. That's all I want. And the thing is, if you put Colt back there and he gets you more than six wins, great. Everyone's happy. If he gets you six wins or less, nobody's shocked. Yeah, but six wins is, is a downhill um, trend, right? We of course it's downhill. Like you eight just, to eight you to just seven lost to... out on a franchise quarterback. You're, you're not going to do better. You're not going to do the better problem. than seven Here's wins. Here's the problem with Colt McCoy is Colt McCoy is not durable. I mean, even when he, when he came in that one and year. Sam Bradford? Rep- you, you just said Sam Bradford. You're going to talk about durability right after that? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> him. If you get Sam Bradford and Colt McCoy, you can put together uh, like 15, maybe 14 games and then throw in a, you know the 2018 version of Nate Sudfeld in for a game and look, you probably have look. seven wins. Colt McCoy, not durable, has the, has the offense memorized, has – uh, reps with our guys. Sam Bradford, not durable at all. Brand new guy. Teddy Bridgewater 50%. hurt himself, not touching anybody. Literally just walked down the sideline, hurt himself. 
<laughs> I don't want him. <laughs> Why? He's, he got he's hurt like without a... being touched. He's the Jordan Reed of quarterbacks, as far as I'm concerned. You look at him, and he's injured. <laughs> Dude, he was in his shotgun, and he dropped back, and whatever. It That's doesn't matter. If oh, so was Cousins... it the field? Was it the amazing field conditions that we have? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be so much better here at FedEx. So much better. <laughs> Don't give it me Colt. It doesn't matter. I, I'm with you. Give me Colt. And if I'm the Redskins, I would kind of go back to the Kirk thing because honestly, if Kirk is gone, we're a, a five, four, five, six win team no matter what. If right. he's gone, if I'm Depends, the Redskins, even if you bring in a free agent that that's supposed to be good. If I'm the Redskins. I go to Kirk and say, I don't care what you said in your stupid radio event that you're not going to talk to anybody until uh, free agency hits or whatever. We're either we're going to offer you this contract and it's three or four years for twenty five to twenty seven million dollars. And if you don't accept this, then we are just going to tag and trade you. And I don't care. Yep. Like we're gonna, we're gonna be very open with everybody, kind of like what they did last year with uh, the Bruce Allen statement. And you know, and if Kirk says no, then you know what? I think the Redskins have saved face with their fans. It's proven that Kirk doesn't want to be here, and whatever, we're going to get you something out of you because we don't want you here. Um, and yeah. if, you know, if he accepts, then great. And if he doesn't accept, and you can't do a tag and trade, you draft somebody this year, you let him sit, and you let Kirk play on a on a transition tag um, for this year, and the, that uh, college quarterback is sits for a year. I mean. You're still a six or seven win team, even if he comes back. I mean, like I'm, I'm pretty sure the locker room is going to be a mess and all kinds of other stuff. But I don't think he's a bad person where he'd be a cancer in the locker room. But no, it's definitely point, not the a cancer. Got to say, f you. We're doing what's best for our organization. Either you're in with us or you're out. I agree wholeheartedly. I agree, and this will be the only time that you need the Redskins to be hard asses when it comes to negotiating. We missed the opportunity for us to be welcoming and considerate and fluff them up a little bit. This no is the time now. Feelings anymore. Yeah, this is the Put time where Bruce aside. Allen needs to do. Apparently, Bruce Allen is in there because he's really good at negotiating or being a hard ass with negotiating, right? And he's he's frugal and he's a number cruncher. This is the time where I need him to be final offer, yes or no, go away, and end end it all. Or just blow up the team. Honestly, if you just blew up the team right now, you see the, the would Adam you be Schefter, mad? Uh, podcast piece where he says that Bruce Allen's one of the smartest guys in the NFL. I don't. I think Adam Schefter is one of the dumbest people I've ever <laughs> seen or read about in my life. Why? Everything he says is garbage to me. <laughs> Why? He's one of the Any, anytime there's a false uh, report that came out, it was because Adam Schefter reported something too early. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> he's he's got some insight in, insight into the Redskins organization though. I don't know if he's. I I don't think the Redskins really keep their thing their 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 stuff covered. I don't think it's hard to get insight in our team. I think you just need to. If you could walk into the building and you just walk the halls, I'm pretty sure if you and I did that, we would have more headlines and we would know what to do with. We'd probably be able to drink a lot of alcohol there too. Yeah, just it's we are a stupid franchise from the top down. I can walk into that building. Security won't care. I could piggyback into whatever. I could probably sit in on an offensive coach meeting. They're not even going to know who I am. They're not going to care. That's how stupid that that franchise is. Yeah, I'm not uh, disagreeing with you at all. All right, so um, have you been keeping tabs on any of the college quarterbacks? 
Would you like the Redskins to draft any of them? Where would you go with the first overall pick if Kirk Cousins is not here? Uh, I don't care about college football. Okay, I said where would you go with the first overall pick if Kirk Cousins is not here? What numbers what are position? Pick? What numbers are pick? Uh, thirteen, I think. Um, it doesn't matter what number we are. What position? I'm not asking you for a name. I'm asking you for a position. According to the scouts, with? if there is a de- decent quarterback out there. There isn't. We we just talked about it, and they said that the top quarterbacks got an accuracy problem. The second top quarterbacks got um, uh, a height problem, or whatever it is. Like there, uh, there's no decent quarterback. Well, well, that that makes it very easy. I would probably go wide receiver one. I would go. I would go skill player. That's for sure. Uh, we haven't got to go. Wide. We haven't, you can't. We haven't done skill player in a while, and I would maybe even go running back. I was going to say, you can't take a running back first overall unless he is a true first-round talent like a, an Ezekiel or a, or a Fournette or a, the Dalvin Cook or whatever the Vikings had. Unless they're true number one talent. Don't, yeah, but, don't give me – don't but, draft but, a running back in the first that you easily could have gotten in the second. I feel like the Redskins do that move a lot. They take somebody in the first that easily would have been, been available in the second. But according to the guy who's in charge, who's apparently in charge of our draft, and one Doug Williams says that the draft's a crapshoot. Yeah. So when the guy's in charge of the draft says the draft's a crapshoot, whether that's true or not, I mean, it's probably partially true, and you know anyone can see that. But do you really want the guy in charge saying that? Well, the question is: Is the like, draft a crapshoot, or are our guys crappy at picking? I'm pretty sure it's our guys. McLuhan probably would find. Yeah, but McLuhan also, don't forget, McLuhan talks a big game. McLuhan traded for Matt also Flynn. True. Yeah. And uh, drafted Russell Wilson, Wilson with the intentions of playing Matt Flynn. Okay. McLuhan also picked Alex Smith one overall over Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So, you know, it, it really does come back to, like, you know, I guess Doug Williams is partially right. It probably is more of a crapshoot, but I don't know if I really want him saying that. But mm. I will tell you, I'm moderately happy with the amount of talking the Redskins front office and coaching staff has been doing this week. We saw Doug Williams on two appearances. We saw Jay Gruden on a couple appearances. I think Doug Williams is joining uh, Redskins Nation next week. We didn't really see that in prior years with Scott. I mean, they kind of kept him, you know, because he was always uh, yeah, drunk, he would slur his speech. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It's possible. I, I mean, anything's I possible with this team. Okay, I, so um, you would go skill player. I would go skill player with the number one pick. Even if Kirk's not here, I don't know if I really want a quarterback. Um, I don't know, man. This uh, this is not good. This off season is significantly crappier than last off season when we lost two thousand yard receivers and. Swaggy and and everybody else. This this off season just feels worse. Yeah, but okay. So Swaggy didn't have a good year. Pierre didn't have a good year. Deshaun didn't really have a good year. Um, no one we've really lost actually has has been that. That's not to say to not that's not to put it on them. They went to Tampa Bay, which had nothing to give them. Right, the they the whole team as a whole underperformed, and then Pierre had Pierre been healthy. When Garoppolo came in, I bet you Pierre would have done great. Yeah, Pierre was actually doing pretty good before he got injured, but 
Had Grapple been in, yeah. Had Grapple been in, I bet you Pierre would have continued his streak of productive seasons. Yeah, anyway, it's just um, it's just interesting. Pierre's been uh, pretty much an Iron Man, except like his first year in, in DC where he had the the turf toe problem after the touchdown. Yeah, after the touchdown, the the infamous RG three touchdown. Um, he's been uh, he's been pretty good. Um, and then, can we can we injured. sue RG three somehow? Because for ruining our franchise for 15 years, <laughs> RG3 is about to be playing football again. Uh, the XFL is back, folks. Yes, I this saw. Man made <laughs> made an announcement today. The XFL is back. To, uh, Johnny Football will be it will be Johnny Football versus RG3 in the XFL. Uh, I'm not gonna. That would make it game. very interesting to watch. I'm not gonna lie. But okay, how many games does RG3 last if he plays in the XFL? There's no rules in the XFL. The whole point of the XFL is to knock each other's heads off. RG3 wouldn't even last 10 seconds. I'm pretty sure Johnny Football is just going to be on the sideline smoking a J, forgetting that he's on offense. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing up cash cash money signs and smoking. That's all he's good for. (laughs) Could you imagine no no rules, like people on the sideline drinking, partying? I don't know. Are you going to watch? Did you... Yeah, I mean, probably at least once. Did you hear that stupid story about the Ravens uh, cornerback that got in trouble for stealing an Uber driver's charger? It's like a $15 charger. Now there's like police records and the team has to investigate and all this stuff. Did you hear about that? <laughs> I saw a headline about it. I think it said that. <laughs> I didn't know it was a $15 car charger. The Did dude, he accidentally steal it or he like, no, stole the it? Dude, I forgot his name. I mean, if you can Google it real quick. The dude went into an Uber, asked to borrow the guy's iPhone charger, borrowed it. He got to his destination. <laughs> the guy took the charger, and the Uber driver was like, can I have my charger back? And the, the guy was like, no, it's mine now, and took like a bunch of other chargers. And then he went in the room. The Uber driver called the police. They were, he reported it. The police go up to the, the Raven's room. And he's sitting there with a charger that doesn't even fit his phone. <laughs> it doesn't even fit his phone. <laughs> it doesn't even fit his phone. That, How are you going to jeopardize your entire NFL career over a $15 phone charger? Marlon Humphrey, you, yes. are, you are a big donk. <laughs> Congratulations. Donk of the week. <laughs> That's got to be donk of the year. I didn't know it didn't even fit. <laughs> donk of the year and we're only in January. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to top that. No, there's no there's no anyways FP, that's, it's been it's been fun let's uh close out on this um how much uh i guess give us a little bit of an update on the on the cap situation um when do we start need to start paying attention um we keep sliding we keep losing games koozie isn't he's not playing to his uh his standard of play for what we paid him uh but yeah, it's yeah, still so, the, the thing so, is, even when you're in a losing streak, it's still fun to watch hockey. So everybody should be watching hockey and everyone should still be making the, the Capital One Arena or whatever. The bank, the bank. Can you still rock the red in the bank? Is that thing isn't Capital One all blue now? Well, it's got a red uh, part of the logo. I don't know. I'm sure it's still rock the red. I'm sure it doesn't matter. The Tell me about the Wizards. bottom line is the DC <laughs> Two all stars and cursed. garbage. DC teams are still cursed. Wizards have the first uh, have two all stars. Um, 
for a while for the first time in, in what since a Antoine decade? Jameson years. So it's been like ten. Years. Yeah, but the Wizards completely are sliding, lose to every horrible team out there. Um, the DC we, curse lives on. Do we also lose we'll to the good teams? Out of it. We, we lose to every every team. It's just a DC thing. It's just nice. We're just we just have no good teams, and it's kind of where we are. Until we bring Stevie back on the podcast for the Nationals, which happens in like two months. But I'm pretty sure we fired Steve, so. <laughs> oh, we never told you. RIP, R. Steve. Did we never uh, never told, told the listeners? No, I'm just kidding. Steve, uh, it, I guess baseball season's coming up, but but really doesn't matter anyways because uh, no one cares about baseball until middle of summer. Yeah, plus so. you're fired. So this is your notice, Steve, which you're probably not going to listen to this podcast, but if you do, you're fired. Oh, I kind of like firing people on air. Can we? What about Joe? Joe, Should we fire. <laughs> Joe, you're fired too. <laughs> Joe's uh, probably actually listening to us live. So, Joe, uh, <laughs> you're still on. Uh, you're you're on a, a two week probation though. If you don't if you don't do uh, your own podcast, Joe versus the world, um, you'll be uh, terminated. J A B T W. All right, FP. It's been nice. Any final thoughts? Sports suck. <laughs> and pretty much sums it up pretty well. Yep. I think uh, <laughs> there's, there's really no reason to watch Super Bowl. There's no reason to watch basketball. It's just kind of one of those uh, times of year where everything sucks. Now, the Caps go on a little win streak. The Wizards get on a little win streak, and we're all back in. But um, it's tough to be a D.C. sports fan right now. It is tough. Mm-hmm. For FP and LP, this has been DTC. We are out.